One of the great breakthroughs that science made was discovering that all creation is composed of the same stuff. All matter is made up of molecules which are made up of atoms. Atoms are made up of subatomic particles which when seen minutely are mere vibrations of energy. The stars and our body are made up of the same stuff. This in the language of yoga is called Yada Brahmande Tada Pindaha. As is the cosmos, so is every human being and every particle. Enlightenment, Nirvana, Samadhi are words to describe the achievement of a higher consciousness. These are actually evolutionary goals, which by the application of the knowledge of yoga can be achieved quickly, like we are evolving not at nature's speed, but tapping the cosmic intelligence to get there faster. There are different approaches of yoga, of which we will look at Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, which gives us a roadmap and a GPS to get there. In the Yoga Sutra, we find a structure for the practice of yoga called Ashtanga, the eight steps to union. The Yoga Sutra are composed in Sanskrit, a mathematically precise language. Researchers at NASA have stated that it's a language most suitable for artificial intelligence. Let me just share a few sutra from the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali. I request all who are assembled here to hear them with closed eyes and you will get a feel of what I am saying. Atha Yoga Nushasanam Atha Yoga Nushasanam Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodha Tadadrushtu Swarupe Avasthanam Vritti Sarupyamitaratra Vrittayah Panchatayah Klishta Klishta Pramana Viparyaya Vikalpa Nitras Vrittayah Pratyakshanumana Gamaha Pramanani Viparyayo Mithyagyanam Matadrupa Pratishtham Shabda Gyananu Pati Vastu Shunyo Vikalpaha Abhava Pratyaya Lambana Vritti Nidra Anubhuta Vishaya Sampramosha Hasmriti Abhyasavairagyabhyam Tannirodhaha Tatrasthitao Yatno Abhyasaha Satudirgha Kala Nairantariya Satkara Sevito Drudhabhumihi So these Yoga Sutra, which you just heard, are learned by heart. We don't depend on books to memorize or to understand. The way of yoga is practice and live with the sounds of these Sutra till they begin to reveal themselves. This method of learning is called 
revelation. And this is the way of the ancients to this state. The sutra you heard are part of the first of the four chapters of the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali called Samadhi Pada, the outline of the goal of yoga. The sutra begin with, now begins the practice of yoga. The significance of now is, yoga is for one who has achieved success and now wants to explore his or her inner world. He now has the question, who am I? What is the nature of the world we live in? How can I completely be free of all kinds of suffering? These are the same questions Buddha had once asked. The Yoga Sutra you heard translate as Now the practice of yoga. Yoga is the process by the help of which we stop the modifications of the human mind. By the practice of yoga, the seer gets established in his true nature. The modifications of the mind take him away from his true nature. And these modifications are of five types, which are either painful or not painful. The five modifications of the human mind are right knowledge, wrong knowledge, imagination, sleep and memory. The Yoga Sutra is breathtaking in its simplicity, directness, precision, beauty and above all, it is absolutely contemporary. It seems to have been written for today. The Sutra are probably some of the most powerful formulae of alchemy and transformation of man to have ever been written. I hope you are beginning to get some inkling of the vision and scope of the whole body of work that we call yoga. By the end of my talk, I hope you would have got a clear view of the vast sky of yoga and what it can do for you. What are these eight steps to enlightenment? And what does the roadmap look like? They are called Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, Dhyana, Samadhi. Yama and Niyama are to do with how best to conduct our lives. Yama are the five don'ts. Ahimsa, Satya, Asteya, Brahmacharya, Aparigraha. Ahimsa or non-violence. Satya or truthfulness. Asteya or non-stealing. Brahmacharya or godlike behavior. And Aparigraha, non-hoarding. Niyama are the five do's Shaucha, Santosha, Tapas, Swadhyaya, Ishwara Pranidhan. Shaucha means cleanliness, Santosha is contentment, Tapas is austerity, Swadhyaya is self study, and Ishwara Pranidhan is tuning into the higher being, consciousness, or the truth. Next two of the eight limbs are asana and pranayama. These two practices have to do with energizing and revitalizing the body and keeping it healthy and supple and learning to regulate the life currents in the body through controlled breathing. Asana means yogic postures. 
We practice asana so that the body is always at ease, pain-free, disease-free, supple and without any blocks. We also practice asana so that the mind is free from conflict. Pranayama is done to regulate the life energy or prana, which is the same energy that pervades the whole of the cosmos. And by regular practice of pranayama, we break through the barrier that stops us from having deeper and subtle experiences and also prepares the mind for meditation. Up to this point, till the first four stops on the roadmap, yoga is called bahirang or external because the effects of all the practices can be felt through the sense organs and are easy to experience. Most practitioners of yoga the world over aim at getting to this point which in itself places you in a secure bubble of well-being and joy. Anyone who practices asana and pranayama will easily get rid of stress, become confident, lose excess weight, see marked improvement in so many lifestyle issues ranging from heart disease, hypertension, type B diabetes, polycystic ovarian syndrome, irregularities in menstrual cycles, hormonal balance, psychosomatic conditions, insomnia, immunity disorders, and not to mention structural problems of the body like back pain, spinal issues like spondylitis, and problems of fitness like low levels of strength, flexibility, and endurance. On the mental side, within days of practicing asana and pranayama, we can see lower levels of stress, anxiety, depression, fear, and see that we are getting happier, have greater energy levels, seem to make better choices in food. When children practice the most basic yoga postures and simple breathing techniques, they have a greater deal of fun, their attention span and memory improve, their emotional intelligence, autonomy and confidence improve. They adjust better in their schools, their cognitive, physical and emotional growth and development get regulated. These claims are not generic but based on our own data collected from thousands of long-time practitioners of yoga world over. Like I said earlier, I lived with my master in the caves of the Himalayas. I was there for 13 years and then I pursued formal education. I studied physiology, sports medicine, biomechanics and completed my masters in exercise physiology and yoga. For my MPhil thesis, I studied the effects of Kapalabhati, a breathing technique on the cardiorespiratory system. And my doctoral thesis was a comparative study of the different schools of yoga and their relevance to current lifestyles. Following this, my master gave me the mission to spread the science of yoga. So after 20 years of being on the mission, I stand before you as chairman of Bharat Thakur Artistic Yoga, a yoga company which has centers across India, Nepal, Europe, Middle East, Russia and Central Asia. When we started the company, there were very few takers in India and there was a misconception about yoga world over. While some thought yoga was not very effective, many had the impression that it was only for monks. Fitness enthusiasts considered yoga was only for the aged. In the Middle East, till we arrived, yoga was considered a religious practice. But it was true that the way yoga was largely taught, it didn't give the kind of results people of this age sought.
which was a lot to do with obesity and the stress syndrome. And finally, with fast-paced lives and low attention spans, people needed a lot of motivation and a varied approach to address the related issues of diet and lifestyle. So artistic yoga addressed all these concerns. This adaptation is the reason why it was highly successful. This has been the way how yoga has stayed relevant through the ages because it has been reworked and reshaped according to the needs of the time. What I shared earlier, they are all based on data that our company Artistic Yoga has collected. And yes, a lot more can happen. I am happy to share some current research on yoga we have put together from different sources, which will demonstrate to you how effective yoga can be and therefore how relevant it is going to be in the future. When psychologists studied two groups of people with chronic depression and anxiety disorders, the control group was kept on medication and the other on asana and pranayama. They found that the group doing yoga showed a 33% reduction in symptoms of anxiety and reduction in the frequency of negative experiences compared to the control group. This was with doing six sessions adding up to a total of just one hour of yoga in a week. In a randomized control study, patients with coronary artery disease who practiced yoga asana and pranayama for a period of one year showed a decrease in the number of angina episodes per week. LDL cholesterol and triglyceride levels also showed greater reductions as compared with control groups. In a group of diabetics who practiced yoga regularly, there was a significant reduction in the frequency of hyperglycemia and there was also a decrease in the need for insulin support for adequate blood sugar control in the population that practiced yoga. Long-term yoga practice was found to decrease insulin resistance and reduce the impact of body weight around the waist on insulin sensitivity. Five consecutive days of performance of asana led to increased sensitivity of B-cells of the pancreas to the glucose signal. Yoga practiced by pregnant women one hour daily resulted in an increase in the birth weight of the newborn baby, decrease in preterm labor, and decrease in intrauterine growth restriction and complications. It has been very convincingly demonstrated in a randomized control study that even a short period of regular yogic practice of one hour daily is as effective as medical therapy in controlling blood pressure in hypotensive subjects. To understand how yoga works on the brain and at an even deeper level, we have to go deeper still. We have to now look at the remaining four rungs of yoga that are called the antarang or inner yoga in Patanjali's eight steps or ashtanga. After the first four rungs of yama, niyama, asana and pranayama, next three are pratyahara, withdrawal of attention from the sensory world, dharana, developing single-pointedness of the mind, and dhyana, meditation. We human beings are born into a mystery, one that has always haunted us. As children, we looked up at the blanket of stars. We looked up in awe at the beauty, grandeur, and mystery of the sky. Pratyahara, dharana, and dhyana 
are the first steps in a fascinating journey into an even more mysterious and beautiful world, the inner cosmos.